Bum, 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 bum. Bum, bum, bum. This is the Getting Through This special report. Milwaukee, we hardly knew ye. The Democratic National Convention. Hello again. I'm Scott Blakeman reporting from Brooklyn, New York. And I'm Tom Saunders in the Pacific Palisades neighborhood of Los Angeles, California. For the past four nights, I've watched the convention in much the manner I watched my favorite television shows, in rapt attention and with only one bathroom break. Seeing Joe Biden deliver his impressive speech last night reminded me of my Zoom comedy show earlier in the evening. Memorable lines met with no response. But at least the production crew listened to my advice from yesterday's show and didn't cut away to long shots of six people with laptops sitting 15 feet apart in the audience. But Joe Biden met the moment, what he called an American moment. Well, I have to say, I thought Biden rocked it, crushed it, and most importantly, exceeded expectations. Yeah, true. Trump's taunting lowered the bar so much that, well, I couldn't finish. I could finish that joke, but we want Biden to win. The polls are tightening. One controversial joke from either one of us could tilt the balance in Trump's favor, Scotty. And, yeah. and this podcaster can't let that happen. And this won't surprise you at all, Scotty, because Joe Biden speaks to guys like Amtrak taking lunch bucket, blue collar, everyday good folks, hardworking Americans who just want to put, put food on the table and then eat it and then clean up afterwards. And maybe when we put the dishes in the dishwasher, we make believe the plates are joking with the knives about the cups and all the dishes are gossiping about the broken teapot. And they're excitedly looking forward to dishwater fun bath. <laughs> or maybe they're just dirty dishes. The point is, I'm pretty sure when a regular guy like Joe Biden visits our kitchen, he'll talk with my dirty dishes if I ask him to. I know they'll get a kick out of it. Oh, they certainly will, Tommy. You know, Joe Biden is able to make guys like us feel like blue collar workers working hard to put food on the table. Personally, I happen to like blue collared shirts that match the color of the rest of the shirt, uh, which makes you wonder why they didn't just call people blue shirted workers. I mean, very rarely. I don't know of workers who wore yeah, you're a blue right. collar and then a, a red body of the shirt. And let me just say, though, that although our work is more mental and physical, uh, and we only use our fingers to type. We don't use heavy lifting. We both put food on the table. And occasionally, I'll fold a napkin next to the plate of food as well. So what I'm saying is Joe Biden speaks to all of us. Scotty, you, you really raised a point that uh, even I had not considered. Uh, yes, there are uh, shirts that are blue with white collars, often worn by Washington pundits for the 1980s and 90s. <laughs> And into the 2000s, actually. But, but very shirts, which are worn by, quote unquote, blue collar workers, just blue collar. The whole shirt is, is, is blue. Why not call them <laughs> blue shirted ones? Yeah, well, that's the thing. And again, I don't know this. I've, I've seen pictures from the past. I don't I because that's uh, that's kind of a fashion statement. I've yeah, contrasting. We call it contrasting color collars and that would be not something that a, a, wor a worker would would want he wants a solid color shirt and easier to wash and, uh, 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 much easier to wash so yeah uh, 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 and, and we take these metaphors um, very seriously because they always are steeped in truth now 
I want to address another thing you said, Scotty, um, when you talk about, yes, uh, our work as writers and comics and pundits, it's, it's more mental, although we use our fingers from time to time. It's not so much physical. Scott, this will shock you. <laughs> and it may turn your assumptions about class in America upside down. But get ready for this, Scott. Mm. All activity is physical. That means all work is physical. Yes, yes, and that even includes the work uh, involving the completely organic and physical part of the human, the brain. Well, I, I, that's so well put, Tommy. It, it, it is true because uh, what is physical is the body. So last I checked, the brain, it's yeah. the Think of it, it's like in your mind and your body. Now, why did we ever come up with that separation? It was always wrong, Scotty. That yeah, was, that yeah. was it. Was always assumed that because we things in our imagination did not exist in real life, that our imagination did not exist in real life. That's not true. All thoughts, all uh, all uh, uh, um, dream daydreams, all jokes, comic no. premises, even Scotty, even laughter itself. Well, it's all made of molecules produced by the highly complex system of synapses and receptors that we call our wondrous human brain. Mm, wow. Well, that sounds like that should have been if it wasn't at the 1964 World's Fair. I mean, because if that's not a futuristic thought. And yet, Tommy, we haven't even achieved that. But you have at this very moment put it all together from 1964 here in 2020 uh, that it all is together. I, here I was saying I'm not physical. I just sit there and I'm just pushing the keys. But what you're saying is no, uh, coming up with thoughts, ideas, jokes, observations. Yes. That's even premises, Scotty. Yeah. Even punchlines are physical in some sense. They're atoms, molecules, vibrating. The, the question, you, uh, so, so, Scotty. Yeah. The question you should ask yourself, and I'm speaking metaphorically, not about specific shirts or, or, or the shirt colors, but... The question you should ask yourself is not whether you're a blue-collar guy. Science proves that you certainly are. But aren't you also a white-collar guy? For if you're like most people, Scotty, you're a multi-shirt man. A yes. rainbow of colors awaits us in our closet. <laughs> Some shirts have no collar and should be dealt with at another time, perhaps as part of a national conversation. But, <laughs> but in the end, Scotty, I wonder if what class we belong to is our decision. A personal choice we make every morning when we get dressed. Maybe my collar is Whisper of Grey or Autumn Yellow. Mm, wow. Well, Tommy, and again, what you're saying, if paraphrase, we're all in this together. Why can't we just stress our similarities? This is the convention said the last four nights. Stress our similarities. Why do we have to separate people by shirt collar color? which by the, is, is a bogus kind of comparison. Because yes, I love my shirt closet, and it's a myriad of, of patterns and colors. A myriad, Scotty. And a, a myriad, and, uh, and Miriam. There's actually a woman named Miriam who does my, well, she arranges wow. the shirts, and I don't, it sounds like. That's fabulous. I aspire you, but, to, to a closet well, arranger. And also the women. And that's all closet. she does is just yeah. arrange. And does she, does she ask you, do you really need this? Because you, you'd never wear it. Oh, absolutely. Well, yes, that's oh, one of the key parts of the job. So she's much more than uh, so in arranging. She's really organizing. She's telling me what I need, Do I, especially as I'm in the process of moving, Tommy. Having a Miriam in your closet among your myriad shirts is really a must. And I'm so thankful uh, uh, for her. And let me tell you, Tommy, here's something that talk about rocking one's world or shocking. 
Remember the banded collar shirt or collarless shirt? Well, not only do I remember it, Tommy, this is going back to my copywriter past. I wrote the ad, the full page ad in the New York Times in 1979 or 80 for the collarless shirt. Here is the, this is, should be a whole Dateline scandal. I wrote the headline, the collar is gone, but the band plays on. Whoa. The collar. And I was so excited. I wrote, that was yeah. one of my first ads and they had a, you know, because I'm an 1890s shirt. I'm, like, I'm going to be in the New York Times, a full page. The collar yeah. is gone, but the band plays on. Yeah. And I get the New York Times that day. And it said, the collar is gone, but the band play on. <laughs> Someone, a copy editor thought, no, it's the band would play on. And I don't know, maybe I'm exposing <laughs> myself that I was wrong. But to me, it sounds better no. to say the band plays on. Yeah, Scotty, that's. S is what kept you from getting the Clio Award oh, and starting well, your own ad agency. Oh, without a doubt. Making me a squeeze, don't squeeze a charming moment, as we say. You, uh, oh, yeah. my gosh. Uh, so so some copy editor decided, I mean, how, I feel like we should hunt him down and <laughs> wait outside his home and, and, and then with gotcha journalism, approach him with a microphone and <laughs> say, Scott Blakeman from getting through this, um, and then you would know the guy, copy editor's name, and then you would you would uh, have the the actual uh, copy of the New York Times, which you can get it out of archive. Oh, I, I, easily, easily. And he would probably. I I don't think he'd be the type to put the hand in the camera and go get out of here. I think he'd be. Uh, and it could be shocked. He'd be. He, he would not be expecting this this uh, ambush. No, no. And obviously, it could be a she, and and obviously, and that probably was. Uh, Scotty, person, but uh, true. Yeah. That's absolutely true. It could yeah. be a she. We can't rule that out. Yeah, and and not again. They didn't do anything bad, but we're saying maybe they did something. Well, no, nothing was illegal. Nothing was yeah. unconstitutional. Yeah. Uh, nothing was in violation of the old or the new testament. <laughs> but what it was was something in a way more insidious. Mm. It's, it's taking a letter from a from a from a guy's. Uh, uh, slogan. What would you call that? A, oh, well, headline. The headline of an ad. Headline yeah. for an advertisement. Yeah, print ad. You yeah. don't do that, right? You don't just take a letter away from a word, and and then and then and then uh, uh, don't tell anyone's life as a result. Your well, life yeah, was. Yeah. I mean, right now, I would be talking to you. You would be living, pro definitely a place in in Lake Cuomo, uh, Lake okay. Como in, in in Italy for sure, but. Yeah, but you'd have a, a a a vast penthouse apartment and your own private elevator. Yeah, um, and uh, and yes, you would have um, a woman who would help uh, fix your your closet. But but she would be one of the, and it wouldn't necessarily be a woman. It could be oh, anyway. you know, the best one may be some British guy. Well, sure, closetman they call Jeez, them. Perhaps Jeeves was always the name for the. I never heard anybody else. You know, Jeeves. You know, really, there was only two butlers in history that were actually named Jeeves, and one of them spelled it J I E V V E S. Oh, wow! So it's that that there's questions whether he even counts. So <laughs> the whole idea of the the fictional Jeeves character is uh, we now know was um, not just a cliche, but a but a a a, 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 a very a lie. Let me put it that way. Yeah, no, you have to call it what what it is. And so, yeah, well, I didn't want to use that yeah. ugly word in, in our uh, fun podcast. But no, no, even though we live in a world uh, where we hear a lot of lies. But I must say, Tommy, and our listeners want to know, 
listening in my voice for the strain of bitterness, for uh, anguish about the letter literally taken away from me in that uh, printout in the New York Times in 1979. And you know what, Tommy? I've never felt it. A part of me was even to this day think, could I have been grammatically incorrect? Was I, in effect, did they save me from humiliation and walking on the street? Well, <laughs> it's like, Plays on. <laughs> look, at, oh, look at the plays on guy. Why well, you do a good impersonation of a uh, of a random New York street heckler? Well, that, yeah, that sent chills through me, Scotty. Well, and again, they don't. Uh, we hope they would be back. <laughs> These days, the streets are so empty. You want to yeah. have street hecklers? We, we miss the street hecklers who are saying, yeah. ah, "You you had an S, and it shouldn't have been an S." Uh, uh, <laughs> right. And I right? wonder if. Uh, well, I just would hope this is taken in the, in the spirits intended. But do you think women are even women are missing the cat calls? The streets are so quiet. It almost sounds like a Johnny Carson monologue. Uh, yeah. that the streets in New York, they're so well, quiet. It's How a quiet controversial are they? Yeah. Uh, question. Um, and and uh, uh, there are a lot of women who would say that's not the right question to ask. And yes. that's the other thing is that when people supply you with the correct questions, you have to be a little bit uh, suspicious about the answers they're going to give. Because if they say, this is the question you have to ask, yeah. you know, you're asking the wrong question, that's pretty controlly, Scotty, or, or, or am I going too far with that? Well, I remember uh, Hillary Clinton got in trouble during the last camp election, because supposedly uh, she was given the que uh, some of the questions to the debate, but she wasn't given answers. I would say, you know, questions you could... Uh, have that doesn't really uh, help you, you know. Like, no, no, you, no not well, all the questions. Some would say you can be more before. prepared than your opponent. I guess if you had a lot of time, but uh, but, but I well, feel that, yeah, so you're basically saying it's okay. You're well, you're now I would say it doesn't a... uh, doesn't really matter at this point, but the uh, you know, it seems so ages ago, and I just love seeing, but in uh, general, do you think supplying questions is, is an okay thing if it's to Hillary Clinton? Oh, uh. No, it shouldn't have been done and, and because she really didn't need it because you don't even doesn't even matter what the question is. You give whatever answer you want. That goes with as being a pundit or anything else. The questions are almost superfluous. They should just say, speak now. Because really, <laughs> they, ask the question, they never answer it. They'll, and what would be the very first thing you would do? You know, it's yeah, so I'm, important in this day and age to know where you're going. As a, who's gonna, who wants to say that? And I don't blame them. Yeah. So let's ban questions. Well, here's the other thing. Yeah. Now, there's a lot of uh, uh, this is going to be controversial. Yeah. But uh, I have thought about this in the past that the, the minimal thing that an interviewer could say yeah. um, would be uh, if you wanted to be an interviewer, but you wanted to do the least work possible and still be an interview. <laughs> Is you would you would have some celebrity or or sports figure somebody whoever you're interviewing on with you, yeah, uh, and properly microphoned and, and so on and 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 you would say, uh, start talking please, and then <laughs> thrust the microphone in their face and yeah. then set set back. You don't even need to hang out. You could just you know go. So but I mean, probably it's good to stay good there. just to be there and just yeah, to be keep there. holding it. But well, in a way that I mean, of course, I'm using hyper hyperbole, as we like to call it. And I know that purists will say hyperbole. I don't really mean ban all questions. But in many situations, as you know, Tommy, interviewers ask, well, either the wrong questions or too many. And I we've been to many of these Q&A's after film screenings. And there's nothing more annoying than the interviewer. And you've got these two stars that you're anxious to hear. And they go on and on and on. And don't let the uh 
you know, the person speak. Charlie Rose is as good as his show was, and I'm not touching on any of his uh, alleged uh, improprieties, but uh, he also would tend to ask very, very, very long questions. And so uh, ask very long questions. So the question oh, just keep talking. Yeah. Long. So let's ban long questions. I think that would be something we could uh, agree with. But certainly when it comes to today in Congress and the Postmaster General, yes, ask, uh, you know, good questions. Uh, but but again, the best interviewer lets their subject speak. And just as you just as you say, Tommy, about Oliver, your cat. And that's the technique you let you have to let the cat start speaking first. And when the cat wants to speak, never interrupt your cat. And but, but the cat can always interrupt you. Oh, absolutely. And, yes. and, and, so, and, and allow the cat to interrupt. It's treat the cat like he like you're a subordinate. He's your superior. Well, you are anyway. So just treat treat them the way you are. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. I didn't want to say that, but yes. But we're happy to be subordinate I mean, to the cats. There's no no one ever goes, boy, this whole cat relationship. I mean, I mean, they, they're, they're my boss. They're telling me what to do. I love that. I like. Yeah, that yeah. Person. I don't ever complain about it. And no. I am the cheerfulest. Oh, when I let him out. Lovely day for a walk outside. The, you know, because I'm opening the door and closing for all day long. He, oh, he yeah. Goes, yeah, open the door. I mean, he says <laughs> it in cat language. By the way, I recorded a lot of cat talk last night. It's on my phone. A real conversation. Oh. And, well, let's step back uh, over the weekend. We can hear some of that. Um, yeah, gonna I'm going to have to figure up. out how to get, how to yeah. get it. So probably I'll have to re-record. But anyway, the point is, it was a really long conversation, and yeah. um, the, I mean, which I have all the time now. And they're very and they're fo- oh, one time this happened. Uh, I I was rounded. You know, we we're, we both sometimes we do the you know we work we play together, but sometimes we have our own thing that we're into and. He's going in one direction. I'm going in the other direction. The cat, he's rounding the corner, Oliver, and I'm, I'm rounding the corner in the other way. And Oliver goes, mew, and I go, mew, and then we keep going. <laughs> it's like going, how's it going? Yeah. Going, how's it going with you? Hi. Just like people on the street. How you yeah. doing? Yeah. How you doing? You never answer the question. No, so when you're busy, hey, hey. Yeah, and that's, it was exactly that's what it that, Scotty. It was yeah. totally that. And that's what's happening with Oliver. He's getting more. And. You can hear also in his voice the same attitude that we have in our voice. And you see how that, and we've talked about this before, but you'll see that. And that's a tease uh, this weekend. Yeah. Oh, I can't wait to hear this uh, all about that. Yep. One thing that was missing in the Denver Convention, uh, they should have had some cat Oliver. and dog yeah. videos. Uh, or Oliver specifically. Yeah, no, 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 but... no, no, you're right. No, some cat video. <laughs> that's it. That, you know Scotty, that could win over point and yeah talking about where were the cat videos yeah yeah every new york times all their snarky kind of commentary on the evening i mean they've been you know in the great screen of the 12 people applauding which was a little better last night you know saw occasionally they had a dog in their lap but they should just have had a cat segment and who who, who would be opposed to that so that's one little omission i will say uh getting back to the mentioned, um very inspiring i watched you know all eight hours I, I i hate to be negative in any ways you know but and especially for people i respect and i love julia louise dreyfus she's a brilliantly funny actress and wonderful uh but she uh uh not that she decided to but she was given material jokes last night now the first three nights you know it was earnest you know you lagoria carrie washington uh, um i miss ross from uh, blackish and one you know they're very earnest they were nice but it just didn't fit. It was jarring 
to have like just kind of joke jokes and yeah oh, oh yeah so Julia Louise Dreyfus's jokes did not fit the, well the, and not even the jokes like Gloria obviously did fit uh, I, I thought they want to sort this out for well none of the others tried to be funny let me none say. of them so, other none of them tried that's your point so I, I yeah. I didn't yeah. get your point. Even yeah. Gloria was serious. Everyone was serious. Well, they were they were time. conversational and you know a little uh, conversational. You know, but but the point is not cracking. Not jokes. trying to be I funny. Got it. Okay. So. And then Julia's drive is and not this is not on her because it's uh, they they said let's get her and and uh, and whoever and there was serviceable jokes but they weren't bad. It wasn't the jokes weren't good. They were fine, but it just didn't fit. It just didn't seem. Why do we need these you know Trump jokes now? It's sort of like I think Seth Meyers did them all already and. You know, no, <laughs> no audience, and it just didn't feel. And I kept saying, really, and, and I love comedy. I appreciate it. I think she's a wonderful talent. I kept saying, I hope that's it for the jokes. I really just yeah. hope it's that. And, Got and it. then, you know, this coming from you is very withering because listeners will note how how many times you kept saying you think she's very funny. You didn't you you didn't simply slam her or no. make some snarky joke comment. You premised this bit with very earnest. Um, uh, I, I don't want to say flattery, but uh, uh, praise for yes. for for Julia Louise Dreyfus, and and never once, never once did you waver in your pro Julia Louise oh. Dreyfus stance. And no, and I, I put think that listeners appreciate yeah. that. Some people, oh, yes, some people think no, 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 that's that's not important to listeners. No, they care about the fact that you did not give up uh, uh, your. You didn't blame her at all for the fact that she told jokes that were, as you put it, serviceable. You didn't use the word lame. You said yeah. serviceable. And also, you my didn't say is- uproarious. You didn't say fall out of your chair laughing. Uh, and you said, felt it was jarring. But never, Scotty, never <laughs> did you ever put any shade. Or I don't think you put shade, cast shade, throw yeah. shade yeah. on Ms. Louise Dreyfus. Not at all. And you know what, Tommy? Because that's in the spirit of this great convention of Joe Biden of uh, being nice to people, appreciating people, being their people. And I thought she was good when she wasn't uh, cracking jokes. And again, uh, even if they were the most amazing jokes in the world, it just didn't feel like that was really the time uh, to do it, which is odd for a comedian and, and, and someone who writes comedy to say that. But I just felt at that moment uh, I think uh, it was a little jarring, but it did, didn't detract from me from the rest. When of you it. say a little jarring, we've spent the last five minutes talking about nothing else. Well, so, uh, yeah. Do, do you want? I'm going to give you a chance to walk back the term a little in this moment. Well, as part of it, of course, was your wonderful contribution, which I am praising Julius Dreyfus, and I was happy she was the host. And when she wasn't being forced to deliver these jokes. I thought she handled it uh, very well. So you're saying it was a little jarring and not... Yeah, yeah jarring, jarring would be... Uh, 12, not, not fully 20. jarring. Yeah. No, five right, minutes, right? There's I think... There's little jarring, there's jarring, and then there's extremely jarring. Oh, yeah, right? or... Yeah. And so but sometimes that, you would just say jarring, and it's not... It wasn't that. It was a little... Yeah. Okay, okay, no, no, no. I just... Yeah, so I think five I, minutes... I, I know our listeners would, would are asking the same question. Oh, yeah, right? yeah. And I guess maybe it's jarring the right... And jarring not in the sense of I questioning everything I ever knew in my life, but a little jarring like, oh, okay, I'm caught up in this mood, and oh, that's sort of a... All right, well... And again, I didn't storm off and dash off an angry letter to my whoever the person would be to dash up an angry letter to. Yeah, that's the thing. Thought, Who do you write to in a case like that? Who yeah, is responsible? Yeah. Who is, see, that's what I started wondering. It's like, okay, Julia Louise Dreyfus, she, once again, she, she's lauded. She's, 
uh, I'm sure they congratulated her afterwards and and uh, kept social distance, but said that you're really great and, and and so on. So she feels fine about herself. Well, what about the person who came up with the idea of having her tell jokes in the first place, Scotty? Well, does that person get off scot free? In uh, and and I'm making that as uh, as a as a pun. I'm, I, I'm oh, that sure, pun sure. was intentional. Well, again, yeah. Let me stress: it has nothing to do with the quality of the joke. So I'm not even going after the. That's the, right. No, the, you the you writer. made that clear. And I, I yeah, if the writer's listening, go go. They were fine. Serviceable, perfect. I think you. Yeah, I would say is, all right, good. It, 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 it's these. in a you know it serviceable. You would say is a. Uh, it, it, it's in the it's not the best joke, but it it, it does the job. And it was fine, That's but what I get from that term. exactly. But my point was that no joke, even a great joke, maybe one would be fine. But it just didn't feel like this is the time for sort of, you know, the MC monologue kind of jokey thing. So, well, was clearly like, not, Scotty. Yeah, and yeah, I, I totally, I want to say, I completely agree. Yeah, yeah, but it didn't detract, and from a wonderful uh, four nights. And I will say, uh, you know, Tommy, and this, well, uh, it would go without saying, but then we would have the last six minutes, the show would be silent. So, yeah. uh, so I, it goes without saying, but I'm going to say it just for the sake of those who still want to hear. Uh, our goal out of all this is, and we talk about many things, but we want Joe Biden and Jill and, and Kamala Harris and uh, Doug and the family and the, to be our friends. And, and that's really what it comes down to. And not just, hey, like what you guys are doing. That's great. But, and yes, we want them to listen to the podcast. And, oh, our favorite podcast. That's great but really to be part of the family, opposed yeah. to be there yeah. for them as they'll be there for us. And uh, that's what I'm well, driven by. If that uh, was their goal, they accomplished it uh, in absolutely. spades. Yeah, um, yeah. Uh, so, yeah, Scotty, uh, uh, I, I, I kind of feel the same way. Um, that we're, And uh, the question is, do what's the next step? I mean, yeah. do, do we then, what do we do? We have a dinner party? And well, you don't do want to do that in pushy. these times of... COVID-19. Yeah. I, I, I see where you're headed with this, Scotty. I think yeah. I see where you're headed with this. You're envisioning, and the whole thing about friends hang out. Yeah. Friends have dinner parties. I come from a world of dinner parties. No, oh, those are All great. Right? So, and I, and I, I think you, you do too. And, 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 and it, tell me if this is not exactly the vision you were, you were spinning in your head. Uh, a, law, a, a great hall with tall windows yeah. Uh, almost, almost like uh, I, 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 I don't want to say uh, Harry Potter, but something like that kind of grand hall with an enormously long table. Again, very Harry Potter, right? Yeah. Um, and uh, okay, there's let's see, there's the there's Biden, his wife, Jill. Uh, okay. Um, I like all uh, the kids, uh, 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 Ashley, uh, Kamala, and, and and Doug. Yeah. You say, oh, and and you yeah. say the kids too. Well, right. yeah. All right. So it's a very long table. Everybody's six feet, even family members, more than six feet. I don't believe in that six feet thing. I think it's eight, eight feet at least. Yeah. Each seated separately. And I'm worried about the acoustics a little bit. Well, who sits next to who? Am I yeah, sitting next yeah. to Joe Biden? Am I sitting next to Kamala Harris? Am I sitting between them? I, I, and I don't want to just worry about me. I'm just saying. You know where to? Where will people seat? Well, be seated I, in this. You know, Tommy. Dinner. I think you you sound like the great. Who was the great uh, doyen of parties? The social and the, Washington. Uh, who Catherine Graham was for Catherine many Graham years. had through many great parties, but there was a one woman who was like sort of the social society person. But that that, that <laughs> yeah, yeah, right. Echoing, no, echoing those words. Uh, 
I'm so terrible at society women names, but go on. Well, I, but I, I'm looking I, at I'm this. I'm duly flattered, Scotty. Yeah, I guess I'm looking at it, you know, maybe uh, it's hard because this would be, even in normal times, uh, this would be a little hard to, to pull off. You know, the, right. the, the but, but we're joke. talking about people seated far apart, long, yeah. very cavernous space. Yeah. Only, and I think that works and it's great. And I mean, it's great in the sense that, yeah, this is the way that we'll be friends. We can hang out. I'm just saying, are we shouting? Are we, we're wearing masks, I assume, but well, I'm are gonna, we having you know, to shout? And we're going to strain gonna say our that, voices. Yeah, I'm going to say for now, I'm going to picture something. I'm not going to be Pollyannish and say, oh, we're just going to fast forward a few months when uh, things will be much better. I'm going to say, even if it was now, because we get the call now, Tommy, we're not going to go, yeah, I'm still a little funny about getting together. Joe and Carl, oh, you're right. we're going to be there. I'm on that. I, I'll even take a plane, Tommy, and I'll, I'll uh, sit, you know, to follow all the things. But once we get there, many possibilities outdoors. I'm sure there's a lovely backyard. Oh, I didn't even you know, think especially about it. I was thinking the... a big, huge, tall, well-ventilated yeah. Harry Potter-like eating hall. See, I've never hall, seen... But you're, 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 yeah. you're right. What, what about a wonderful outdoor picnic yeah. kind of a thing where we're all seated eight feet apart? Oh, walking with cocktails. We could stroll still uh, uh, we, it, with masks or if we or could sit further apart. And I just think the main Wait, thing. Wait, so you're is, saying? Well, we have to take the mask down to eat the fried chicken, right? Yeah, yeah, or hot, okay, hot okay, dog. Okay, okay, okay. No, I just wanted to be yeah. clear about that. And I would say not that we're getting caught up in the weeds, because again, and we don't yeah, want that. You're right. You're right. Summer. You're right. You're right. You're right. But but uh, the yeah. point being that they that this is the effect of the speeches uh, last yeah. night. Oh, the that, whole thing. The, the fact yeah. that we're talking about this in such detail. I was even thinking about. Can I get some masks that say Biden and Harris and, oh. and that they have a zipper in between it that you could zip open and then you could eat without taking the mask off? I was just thinking about that uh, uh, right now. But well, I was um, actually thinking, tell me of specifically, not the zipper part, but will they have Biden Harris masks? I seriously and I'm not doing this in some comedic uh, uh, rant. Uh, you know, they all wore the same mask last night and uh, outside in Wilmington and, uh, you know, in the, the, the drive in situation. Uh, I want those I, and they should sell them, you know, uh, those specific masks. Now, I don't want Biden Harris because then, as we've talked about in a previous show, I don't want the goons to go, oh, he's an idiot. Sleeping yeah, we show. hate, so, we hate yeah. goons the way they talk. Just yeah. Listen to the way they talk. If they could only speak in pleasant voice with a pleasant, possibly a British accent. Yeah, then it would be like um, proper sorry, grammar. Yeah, that'd be fine. What? We agree to disagree. But the goons, they could say anything and it's not pleasant yeah. to hear. Especially That's really true, Scotty. Yeah, really yeah. True. So anyway, you made but, that, you but I would really like to have the mask. Yeah, I would love a Biden Air. I would love the I would like the masks that they wear. But this is just going and again, this is a great summation of the convention is that in addition to solidifying our support for them as being great candidates, we really, really, really want to be their friends. And and Joe Biden apparently very often and as the convention told us very often say okay here's my personal cell phone number call it whenever you want now uh, i'm a little shy to call sometimes in my in my life to be oh yeah call and then i don't call because i feel oh, I'm not, yeah you know, i know i, I, a little I, nervous I have that about same that. problem yeah. you know like, you got call the number and 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 and, yeah. and you think at first you think oh definitely but then when it comes around to it you think oh he's probably busy yeah, you know, maybe now's not the time. I'm a little now's not the time. Today. I'll wait till tomorrow when I have something yeah. to say specifically. Yeah, right. Uh, you know, and then you lose it for a few days. And yeah, then and, then, and then you say, then you wonder, does, does he even remember that he uh, gave out the number? And Right, do I have to uh, say Scott? Because you, you don't want to get the question, yeah. how did you get this number? No, 
that's never a good way to start. And Joe Biden would never, ever, ever say that. But but look, well, you don't saying, know. I mean, do you know? I mean, I don't know. I, mean, I, I could say with certainty, but I could also say that still being who I am, I would think, what if he said that? Even though there's no way he would, because many times we worry about things that there's no way it could happen, but we still uh, worry. Kamala, well, you believe in Joe Biden in a way that I think we all we all. Uh, you know, the, your childlike belief in everything Joe Biden uh, is, yeah. is, is, about Joe Biden is good. It's something we can all take a, some heart to. You know, uh, I don't know if that's the right expression. Take some heart to. Is that a, even an expression? Uh, and that maybe just probably not some heart because you don't want to just grab some heart. And like an aorta or a portion take of heart. heart. I think take, take heart. Even that. Take heart to. Yeah. Just as we talked about taking artistic license for the day, which. Uh, you know, uh, we have our artistic licenses again. Right. And, and, and to, there, yeah. there should be artistic licenses because there's a lot yeah. of artists or so-called artists who are unlicensed <laughs> and they're producing terrible art. Oh, and they ruin it for the rest of us, as uh, Chuck Schumer <laughs> would say. Uh, but Tommy, Kamala, let me just say, um, yeah. just maybe it's the man woman thing. I mean, Joe would be amazing. Go, Hey, hey, buddy, how's it going? Uh, hey, man. I go, oh, thanks, Joe. And But, uh, yeah, I wouldn't go on and on. Kamala. Uh, then I'd really have these little, I would love to have 45 minutes go, And I feel like uh, I kind of should let you go. You have a speech going, oh, no, 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 hon. Uh, you know, I, I don't think she'd say hun, no. But uh, but you were hoping that she would say hun. Something along those lines. And again, nothing, what would be a, a platonic thing that she could say just going, uh, yeah, that's the thing. I, babe would be, again, a little too... Uh, sweetie would be a little... Sweetie. I think sweetie would be a good thing. Because that's, that's a... Yeah. It, could, it could go deeper but i think it, of course it would be a platonic so hey sweet oh, you cracked me up and you know that whole thing you yeah i mean I, I i think it's very uh i mean so so that's what you I, I, we, we've got to shut this down now but um it is interesting to me that that's yeah. what you took away from this uh yeah from the speech last night um that Deep you really want them friendship. to be your friend that they succeeded Perfect. in make you want to be your friend now, i'm gonna yeah. say that definitely you're, you you would also vote for biden and harris as well right that was yeah, even if i had any doubts i think that would be no, of course i would even if well if, well if, I, I just wanted to be sure because oh yeah no that how would, interesting that's a great point be, if they wanted yeah. if if they be, scotty think of the story how amazing would it be if yes okay they they're someone like us who who wanted to be their friends, you know, not, not just, you know, I mean, we were so impressed with them and they gave and Biden gave out his personal number and, yeah. and we, and we became their friends, but didn't vote for them. I mean, that could happen. It's like, listen, well, we friend, forget to vote. Or... I still have to not vote. Yeah. Well, that would be, that would be, yeah. But like it could happen, plan. Scotty. It could, it could happen. And there's your story right there. Well, except, a uh, it's a novel. It, it wouldn't it wouldn't it, it you know, wouldn't actually yeah. happen. But no, no. And I guess and, and you don't even mean this to be a cautionary tale. But the first thing think of, look, all of our listeners want to be friends with Joe and Kamala. And we get that. But the first thing is vote. Focus on that. The personal friendship may not happen immediately, even for us, Tommy. It may not happen. <laughs> now. They're going to be busy for now, November, and maybe yeah. even until after the pandemic is over. This could be next year we're talking about yeah, with a friend. You're, you're blossom, so right. So. So. Very Don't put that thing. ahead of voting. Yeah. Don't say, so, wait, I'll, I'll wait until I have a picnic with yeah. Joe and Kamala and we go out on a, on a, you know, some sort of vacation to Lake Como in Italy. Yeah. Uh, and then I'll vote. Uh, and yeah. then maybe I'll decide to vote. No, you're saying vote first. Yeah. Become friends later. Uh, I, Absolutely. I think that's a great message. Tommy, not only a great message, that's the slogan that's going to win the election for Biden-Harris. 
Uh, Vote now for Biden-Harris. Become friends later. I mean, (laughs) that doesn't say at all, Tommy. Oh, my goodness. So you'll be getting a good seat at the inauguration. I feel bad for Trump. I feel bad for, for, for... for the bad, the forces of evil in the, in the world are, are well, I think that's a great now, slogan. Scotty. Vote for Biden and Harris and then focus on becoming their friends. And I think yeah, that's I like that version, too. I, I both for I can't even decide which version. Well, and we won't have to like decide. Better. We'll put it out there and let the, you know, the. Uh, yeah. But, uh, contest. Yeah. yeah well, Tommy, uh, uh, we bid farewell to the Democratic National Invention and all the goodness and great, good feelings it engendered. And next week, well. It's a polar opposite, but we'll be talking about that convention, uh, too. But in between, we'll be talking about many other things. As we do, even as we're talking about those things, we talk about many other things. And until then, I remain sincerely yours, Scott Blakeman. And I'm always going to be Tom Saunders. And we're getting through this.